Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today is October 3rd and we're actually recording it on October 3rd because we stayed up entirely too late tonight and so we're here. It's Monday. It's the beginning of the week and there are only three more games left in the 2022 Pittsburgh Pirates season. My name is Josh, and I'm joined as always by my brother Jake. What's up? How we doing, man? Well, we're we're tired. Yeah, we're, we're still up. We're tired. We're still awake, and unfortunately for Jake, he shows up last night here, and I just I didn't tell him anything. But we had <laughs> scheduling problems with. We we did the move. You know, we're just across town, not like your move right. where you went across the country. Uh, but we we did the move, and then we just still had some things left. And so we were like, well, we got to get that stuff out. We close next week on the sale, all these things. And the U-Haul was coming on Saturday. I was going to get it all loaded up and pulled and all this stuff. And Jake shows up Saturday night, and I said, oh, by the way, we didn't get the U-Haul for Saturday. It wasn't available. We got it for Sunday. And yeah, you're gonna me. you're gonna get to help. <laughs> you're gonna get to help. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was a long day. It was a long day. And I know Katie was like, I hope you don't mind. But listen, I've been doing it all week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's literally not a big deal. But yeah. But we're here and um, the Pirates have a winning record this week. Yeah, how about that? Four and two this week. Another sweep of the Reds. Gotta like that. Yeah. Last seven games against the Reds. Yeah. And we are now tied for last place with the Reds. And I need water. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. We, we they get the the Cubs this week. Hmm. For three, we get to go play against the Cardinals for three. I'm going to a couple of the games though. Pretty sure. Yeah, you kind of got the the good end of this being being still back even after the move, and yeah, you get an opportunity to go watch a couple Buckos games. Yeah, I'm definitely going tonight. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is tonight. Yeah, I'm going Monday night, um, then possibly going Wednesday night as well. Yeah, I won't be. No. <laughs> nope. It pays to be unemployed. Oh, we did no. say that because you finished your one job, and then now you know now you're going down, and so you're done with your job here now. Yeah. And you said, "I'm not getting paid." So, or not what was it? You're not, not making, making money. money. So yeah. I might as well spend some money. Yeah, that's it. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um. All right, well let's uh let's talk some pirates. What do you want to talk about? We've there's we've had like a four and two week, and I felt like there's just not all of the things that you want to talk about. Right. Like there's just it's not loaded because we have these three games. This should be this should be year season end recap. Yeah. Let's talk about all the things and I don't know. It's just not because we got three more. <laughs> Here we are in Bucktober, right? That's right. We're in Bucktober <laughs> now. Hey, we're one of we're one and one 
Why did we get the Cardinals for every game, though? <laughs> it's like, come on. But, yeah, we're here. Um, I don't know. It, it does. If it, it, it's, it's the end of the year, but we do have three more games, and so there, there's three more days, and we got uh, Cruz three homers away from 20. Mm-hmm. Reynolds three away from, from 30. Is that right? Yep. And Sawinski two away from 20. So there's even a little bit to kind of say, like, how'd they finish? Well, we're not quite sure. It is possible that one of those three guys gets, you know, to that next number. I don't know if that's important. Maybe more so for Reynolds than anyone else. Yeah, maybe. Getting to 20, not a huge deal, especially when, like, you're not in arbitration or anything like that. You're still a rookie. Yeah. Where for Reynolds, like, it makes a difference on the bottom line. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So maybe we'll see if he can. I don't think so, but never know who's going to be pitching for the Cardinals. They've got it in the bag, and they're not even getting that number two spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We already know that. Like the, Their position in this whole thing is already set mm-hmm. because of the Dodgers and the Braves and Mets. Yeah, they're going to get a three-game series at St. Louis. Yep. Yep. It's going to be weird watching the new uh, postseason. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting, for sure. I, not, I, I want to see it play out because I don't know if I like it or not yet. <coughs> so we've got, obviously, St. Louis, we just said. Mm-hmm. We've got the Dodgers, who've got home field advantage in the whole deal. Yeah, I mean, it's what happens when you win 110 games. 110 right now. Three more left against Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, it's unreal. Jeez. 110 and 49. That's just ridiculous. My mic is messing with me right now, man. Get it together. Get it t- <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, we're, we're also in person again. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, said we were yeah. going to be, I think, didn't we? Yeah, I think we, yeah. We made that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, Atlanta and and uh, New York, the the Mets and Braves battling it out. Yeah, Braves just got up by two games, so two their numbers two magic number two. Yeah, any combination, and Atlanta it gets to play Miami, and the Mets get to play Washington, dude. I mean, like seriously, they could. This could kind of flip a little bit because you never know. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, it it already did flip. I mean, well, I mean, Atlanta, like, yeah, they, you're they right. They went into that series. They just finished a three-game series against Mets where they swept them, so they completely flipped the script. Right. Just crazy how that, that division's playing out. 100 wins for Atlanta. My guess is, going up against Washington, the Mets will also have 100. Yeah. This is the reason there's a wild-card team. This is not the reason there's, like, seven wild-card teams, but... No, but this is the reason there's a wild-card team yeah, because absolutely. what you're looking at is a team in the Mets who would not have made the postseason right. with 100 wins. Right. Actually, they probably would have, right? Atlanta wouldn't have because <laughs> back then Atlanta would have been in the West with the Dodgers because <laughs> <laughs> there's only two. Yeah. You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah, that's weird. Uh, Milwaukee or Philly for the wild card? Who you got? Philly's got the the two game lead. 
Milwaukee gets to play Arizona. Philly has to play Houston. Wow. But Philly's only got to win one game, right? No, they've their magic numbers too. They got to win one, but Milwaukee has to lose one as well. So if if Milwaukee sweeps Arizona, then Philly has to win two games. I think I think Philadelphia's still going to take it. I really do. I, I just don't feel like Milwaukee's been playing great as of late. Right. Um, Five hundred ball in their last ten. Philly is under not playing great either. So <laughs> yeah, but. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Not all the so, wild card teams have been playing great. We have the San Diego. We're, we're San Diego's right in now. the postseason. They San, clinched. Yes. So San Diego's in. And that's I read this as the first time since what, 04 that they've been in the postseason? I that surprises five. me. I think it was 05. 05. That surprises me. Yeah. That they haven't even just they haven't even made the postseason. Now they are like, they're not one of the new teams in, like as of this year, right? There's a right. new team in this year. They're not. They that's going to be Philadelphia or Milwaukee, right? Is going to be that new team. So they'd be in even last year. Yep, eighty-seven wins. I mean, they're that's good enough. I'm just looking at that last ten <laughs> column right now, and it just it blows me away that it's all three teams in the. Wild card right now are four and six in their last ten. In their last ten, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's interesting to watch the uh the Philly Milwaukee thing because of the teams they get to play against. Yeah. But over to the American League, Yankees are in. They've got it. Toronto and Tampa Bay already got their wild cards. Seattle has already got the wild card. Houston's got home field advantage. Cleveland won their division and won their 90th. I told you they were going to win that 90. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're eight and two, dude. That is a team that I do not want to play right now. Right. I mean, they're they're doing everything but hitting the ball over the fence. I think they're even doing that right now, right? No, they're still not hitting a lot of ton of home runs. Okay. I mean, but, but they, they're on base. They're their running. Contact they're is high. Yeah. They're hitting the ball. Yeah. Uh, and they pitch. and they're pitching it, and they play defense. But I'm just saying they're hot right now yeah. too, and yeah, they are sure. they are they're at that at that point of the season where it should have been earlier. People started should have paid attention to them, but now they're just at that point of the season where it's like you counted us out. Yeah, you counted us out, and we showed you up. Yeah, and here we are with 90 wins. Not not only that, but now we're gonna make a run. Mm-hmm. We're not done yet. Yeah, that that race was there. The AL Central was kind of close a few weeks ago, and the White Sox started surging up and then fell apart again. Yeah, that I mean, the Guardians it, have an eleven game lead. The Guardians, they not only uh, they not only had a good year, but like you could say, they could have not had a good year. They, they're up to ninety wins. Like this is a legit playoff team. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like trying to take that away. But the the division was given to them. Yeah, I mean the White Sox may not end up over five hundred. They're they're seventy nine and eighty right now, so they've got to sweep Minnesota to be above five hundred, right? Am I right here? No. Yeah, because if they go if they go two and one, they're eighty one eighty one. Oh yeah, yeah. Above so they've yeah they've got to sweep them, or yeah. else or else every team other than Cleveland 
is be at or will below. be at or below 500 on yeah, the season. Correct. So the the division was given to him, but they took it too. Like they yeah. took it. Yeah. Yeah. And not just the division, but they said, no, like we're not just going to win a, a lousy, uh, you know, division. I, I'm just trying not to cough, but we're going <laughs> to actually take it. Yeah. And that's exactly <coughs> how it's played out. Once again, coughing in the same room doesn't actually mute completely. Right. But whatever. Granted, they wouldn't be in first place in any other division in baseball. <laughs> but they're a legitimate playoff team. But they're a legitimate playoff team. The only thing that I would be concerned about with Cleveland, and I think that because they're playing well now, it's okay. But they're 22 and 27 against teams over 500. So they've taken advantage of their division, which is Absolutely. what you do. Next year, that will be a little bit harder. Yeah. Because it's a balanced schedule. You'll play less games against your division teams than you do right now. So 22 and 27 against teams over 500. I don't know that there's any other playoff team that you can really look at and say, yeah, they've. They, they haven't handled business. Milwaukee's 35 and 36. They're on the outside looking in right now. Ah, oh, Philadelphia, 33 and 45 against teams over 500. So that last wild card team is kind of taking advantage of bad teams. Mm -hmm. 35 and 41 for San Diego. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Actually, St. Louis is 34 and 38. That's like the same as Cleveland. They just play more games against better teams. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, <clears throat> it is what it is. That's the, that's your playoff teams. You got any picks here? What do you what, what do you want me to pick here? I don't know. You got any picks? Who, who so you Philly or Milwaukee gets in? Let's do that first. Man, that's it's just so hard because they're playing Houston. Yeah, I'm still going Philly. I think they do it. Yeah. Because I don't think Milwaukee sweeps Arizona either, right? Yeah, and, that, and that's and that's the thing. Like they literally have to sweep, right? So I'm I'm gonna go with Philly as well. Yeah, I'm going with Philly. All right. So then that puts who is it gonna be? Then is it gonna be Philadelphia against St. Louis in a three game? Yeah, at St. Louis. At St. Louis, and then San Diego at New York. If New York, if if it stays the way it is now, which yeah. it likely will, right? Okay. We should do a bracket then. The problem with it is if we don't do it now, we're already out. First round will be over by the next time we record. Yeah. So you got to pick. We got to pick who we're winning. Decided. Yeah, but we got it. We got okay. it here. If if things change, then it's fine. Who you got? So you got Philly or St. Louis? I got St. Louis. I got St. Louis. All right, Mets or San Diego? Uh, Mets. Yeah, go Mets. Yeah. I mean that to me that one's easy. How about on the other side? That's already decided. Almost decided. Seattle, Tampa Bay could flip spots. Like they could. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So let's go Tampa Bay, Cleveland. I'm going to say Cleveland. Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still yeah. there. And Seattle or Toronto? Seattle. I'd like to see it. They got it, right? That's the longest you know, drive. The hard part about that is is Julio Rodriguez is out, and that's, that oh, makes that's it tough. That's a good point. That's a good point. But I still I think Seattle finds a way. I'm going to go Toronto there. They're the home team. 
So I'm going to go Toronto. I think Seattle wants playoff baseball back in Seattle. <laughs> I'd like to see Seattle <laughs> playoff, base, playoff baseball back in Seattle, I think. I mean, everybody would want that, but yeah. you know, you got to play the games. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so the only difference play we have is Toronto and Se- Seattle. I like Seattle more than Toronto. I think Toronto will win. That's fair. Okay, all right. Well, let's move on to the Pirates now. Uh, that was fun. Yeah. So one of these days, we'll get to talk about how the Pirates are going to do in the postseason. One of these days? Nope, one of these years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of these years. We'll be able to talk about it again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay, so we had some... We recorded last week, and as soon as we hit stop, <laughs> we looked at our phones... And we could have talked about it during the episode. Like, we could have had our first reaction because we were recording when the news of Andujar came across. We could have actually reacted to it. And we didn't because we didn't look at our phones. That's why I looked at my phone just now. I was like, (laughs) I got to pick up my phone and look at it because I got to see if we're going to miss anything again. Right. But Miguel Andujar claimed off waivers. My initial reaction to this was laughing, laughter, just absolute laughter. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Only because of the the rumors and, you know, all the obvious, you know, that the Yankees were always going to trade him as if he was enough to get Garrett Cole. And then as as if he was enough to get Brian Reynolds. And like he never was. He never was enough. But here he is now in a Pirates uniform, and it's funny because we could say we didn't even have to give up anybody <laughs> to get him. Um, and then in the same day, kind of, the, the very next day, you know what I mean? The next yeah. we find out that Jose Godoy gets called up, um, and Greg Allen and Michael Chavis both designated for assignment. So Jose Godoy was the call-up, because I think at that point, like, Zach Collins was your backup catcher. Yeah. And when with Michael Chavis being designated, Zach Collins was going to take more of a first-base role. So I think that was the decision to bring up Godoy in that scenario. Yeah. But I'm not really sure, like, why... Because when, when Andujar shows up, you could have just designated Greg Allen and kept Michael Chavis. Because it seems like Andujar's not going to play first base. Right. Yeah. He's going to play outfield. So I don't know if I was more shocked by Andujar coming in as I was as Chavis going out. Yeah, I seemed, it, 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 was, it was weird when I saw Chavis get, get the boot, kind of. Because like he seems to be just one of the really well-liked guys mm-hmm. in the clubhouse. Um and he wasn't wasn't having a horrific season. Was not having a good one. Yeah, I'm not, not a good one. No. And I think sometimes we, because like we've talked about this too, and we've talked about, oh, I think I'd be, I, I believe I'm recorded saying I would be okay with Chavis being the first baseman if they went out and got a serious corner outfielder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like that was the only thing. Because defensively, I've been impressed, but I also was very clear that first base needed fixed. Yeah. And boy, when you look at the numbers, um, he had some good times. They haven't been recent, 
what is it, 19 walks to over 100 strikeouts? Yeah, I think it was like 130 strikeouts. And that's, I mean, then you just look at the other numbers and it's like, this is not good. Right. It's not passable. No. Not in any position. And so the thing is, is that we didn't get to, we didn't get to react to that until six, seven days after it happened. And I think for us, it's it's kind of like a cheat sheet, like because you don't get our true. We got an opportunity to look stuff up yeah. and to say, "Oh yeah, you know what? It hasn't been good. <laughs> like this is okay. Yeah. I'm okay with this." I was surprised it happened at this point. I felt like it didn't really have to. I would have rather seen Michael Chavis than Zach Collins at first base, and just yeah. Jose Godoy not there. Right. Yeah. So I would have been happy with that. But at the same time, I think we understand Michael Chavis was not going to be a part of this. We we see Jihuan Bay, who we're going to talk about. We see Diego. We see Tucapita. We see Rudy. Rudy. We've got all these guys that are there to play second or third. And if Michael Chavis is not going to like, if you're if you're looking at him. It's not he's not just a first base option. You you think of him as like, yeah, but you can keep him around for a bench player for these other positions. And it's like, but we've got that. Yeah. Not to mention more coming eventually. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm when you really think about it, it makes sense. And I think maybe this gives him an opportunity. He's eligible to just be a free agent. This gets him an opportunity to just have that. Here you go. So if somebody can claim you, somebody can claim you. If not, and they outrighted him. Um, and so that was Thursday. It was announced that they cleared waivers. They were sent outright. Um, so they'll be free agents. Both those players will be free agents. Yeah. They can opt for that. So. I would imagine both of them will. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chavis would be the only one I think maybe would. Maybe maybe he would stick around a little bit, and maybe um, I don't know, because I, I don't know how that necessarily works. Like at least see what happens if they don't sign a first baseman. Does Chavis get another opportunity? Right. Yeah. I don't. Know. I just have no idea. But then again, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. Um, Saturday to me, this was a big deal. Will Crow placed on the injured list. Overdue. Yeah. Junior Fernandez brought up. He was one of the guys that we talked about. There was three of them. I said, bring these guys up. Bring up Junior Fernandez. See what you got out of him. I didn't know what you had out of him. What you have is about 101. <laughs> but pumping it multiple times. Uh, he also hit the bull a couple times. Mm. Uh, the control was an issue. But I don't know. You know, it was worth it. It was worth it to bring him up and not see Will Crow out there again. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to see him thrown in that game. I was I was traveling out. Out to here, you, actually. yeah. You were coming yeah. out here, and I told you when you got here, I was like, oh, was, was he still in when you pulled when you got there, though, or did he just was no, he, he just I think we were hit, we were at the bat at hitting when when, okay. when I came in, okay. Sunday, Heineman activated from the injured list. Zach Collins is sick, so he gets on the injured list with just an illness. So I would imagine his season's over, yeah. yeah. Just say, yeah, it's 10 day injured list. He's yeah, done. He, he's done, he's done. <laughs> So it's a good observation. Yeah, thanks. 
<laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for the, the little confidence boost there. No problem. All right. Um, man, I tell you what, we did, we did a lot on the, on the MLB standings and everything. We're through that stuff. We're going to kind of cover some of these games. Um, there's, there's just a little bit maybe, I mean, we got the pool holes and stuff, you know what I mean? All that good stuff. Let's take a, let's take our break now and get into Andujar and we want to talk about Jihuan Bay. We want to talk about some of the other stuff. So let's go ahead and, and break right now and see if I can get this cough out of me. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Audio podcast available on your favorite podcast platform. Video podcast available on YouTube. Follow us on the socials and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, take a couple minutes for a review. We'll be right back. Swearingen Bat Company is Ohio's premier wood bat company, specializing in custom wood bats to meet any need from T-ball to senior league. Check out their website at swearingenbaseball.com. Link is in the show notes. Twitter and Instagram at Swearingen Bats. You can also find them on Facebook. Swearingen Bat Company, that's swearingenbaseball.com. Let them know you heard it here. And we're back. Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Pittsburgh Pirates. And that. And that. <laughs> Come on, Mackawack. Hit another homer. That's an inside joke. Um, if you guys remember the Rob McCoviak game day, the bat, the doubleheader with the McCoviak home runs, uh, we went to the game the next night. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys that that was at the game with us was like just had back surgery or something was on like like serious like serious pain meds for his back <laughs> surgery like legitimate like prescribed and still uh, still drank a little too much a couple of the barley pops <laughs> so you used to call it back on yeah MLB the show yeah um yeah and that's what he kept he called him Macawack. this dude was literally sitting in his seat <laughs> he was. They called last call, so he had to go get a couple of them. That's true. And he would almost fall asleep. We'd hit him. Like, I'm not even hey. sure that Makoviak was up. Probably, uh, he probably didn't know either. <laughs> and he was just, come on, Makawak. He would be falling asleep. We'd hit him. He'd, go, he'd wake up and be like, come on, Makawak. Hit another homer. Another home run. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I mean, I quote that so much. And nobody knows what it is. That was, man, that was interesting. It's a fun day, though. It was. It was. We had to take the keys. Yeah, we did. We had like he's like, I'm okay. No, no, you're not, bud. We'll get we'll, we'll get you home. Sit in a trunk, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of this offense, but uh. No, come on. That was funny. Um, so let's uh, let's we d- we did the the Allen and Chavis on their way out. Well, we didn't do Allen, but I'm okay Bye. with it. Bye. See ya. It was fun, Anthony Allen. Yeah, I did, I, I'm sorry, Greg Alford. One. Wait, what? See what you did there. Okay, thanks. Um, but but let's talk about Andujar coming in. The numbers on the surface don't look. I mean, it's a very small sample. Very small. Very small sample. Um, but as of right now, in six games, he's hitting 208. You know, 
pretty par for the course when you think of this. But I feel like it's been a little better than 208. It's been a little situational stuff. It's been a little situational. Six games, he has seven RBIs. Yeah, he's sacrificed flies. He's, even though he's putting the ball in play and getting driving a couple runs in. Yeah. So I feel like it's um, not been as awful as it looks on the on the stat sheet. Sure. So to speak. Um, still just one walk to five strikeouts, so he's striking out almost once a game. I guess that's still better than some of the waiver claims that we, <laughs> where it's been like he's striking out one and a half times per game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I still don't. I mean, I still, it's still like a. It's just too early to tell. And it's just a weird, a weird pickup. I just feel like Sherrington just sees somebody on the waiver wire and he's like, yeah. <laughs> Why not? I, and I wonder if it's like, we've got guys we could let go. Because <laughs> at that point, I'll be like, yeah, I agree with that. Like, what? what's the difference? Why not give him a shot? Yeah. Yeah. Can he be better than Greg Allen? I mean. Most likely. Probably. Is that your answer? Like, probably. Or <laughs> maybe. But it's certainly not like, no, we're good. Yeah. We're not. So why not? And I think I've been critical of that. I think I've been critical of the waiver claims. But when I look at this one, that's what I think. Why not? We've got guys hitting like this already. We might as well try somebody else. Yeah. I mean, you're getting more of the same, though. That's the only You problem. are getting more of the same, but who else are you going to get with and, a week left in the really, season? Yeah, it doesn't really was, even matter. Right. And that's the other thing is, like, why do it at this point? I don't know. It gives you different options going into the offseason. You know that option is not Greg Allen. You know yeah. what I mean? You just yeah. already know that. You need a right-handed hitter mm -hmm. because you're so left-handed heavy. Yeah. So I feel like maybe there's something there. I have no idea. If he figures something out, then it's going to look great. Sure. I, I, I talked about it this week uh, when the signing was made or the, the, the claim was made and everything was, you know, are you just trying to, how did I, I don't remember how I said it, but basically it's like Ben Sherrington is trying to do this. He's trying to get a Max Muncy or a Justin Turner and trying to make it happen by doing that. But like sooner or later, one of these guys has to hit. <laughs> and it could be Andujar. It really could. I mean, the dude put up good numbers his first year in the league. Ah, uh, 27 homers, 297. This was the year before the juice ball. Yeah. He was injured in 2019. 92 RBIs. I mean, this looked like a sure thing. Mm -hmm. And then never got back to it. Not even close. Well, he hasn't played the games. No, but... You know what I mean? Like, he's been injured. He's never really... He has not been able to get back into a rhythm. Well, and it's not only that. You're the New York Yankees. He's playing for the New York Yankees. When you went down, they found someone else. Yeah. It's next man up, but, like, they'll go get that next man. Yeah, and... And, and now and, you're and blocked. The fans, and the fans won't let you re recoup. Mm -mm. They're going to let you hear about it. Yeah, but I, it, it is weird. The Yankee fans are very high on him still. Yeah. I mean, the ones that we hear from were like, I can't believe this, or now he'll go somewhere where he can play and he'll be great. I mean, they've always, every, like we talked about this with the Brian Reynolds deal and everything, they, mm -hmm. they were always like, we'll give you him and he's going to be so good. And we're like, dude, no. 
Like, it's not even close. Yeah. Because they, they look to trade from guys like that and like, no, we're we're looking at the guys who aren't even there yet. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys that that Nutting wants Sherrington to get. You know what I mean? The cheap ones. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's not played more than 45 games. And he played in 149 in 2018. Mm-hmm. I mean, 27 homers, 92 RBIs. 328 on base. The numbers are there. Yeah. It's, hopefully. I, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate to see this one click. No, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't hate to see them all click. Well, but, yeah, but... You know, I was challenged in the middle of that to say Michael Chavis and Ben Gamble are guys that hit. And I'm like, yeah, if yeah. that's what hit looks like... <laughs> We're in trouble. We're in real trouble. Yeah. And so I looked it up, and... Just on the surface, I mean, if you look at... Because Ben Gamble and Michael Chavis... I mean, Michael Chavis only played 12 games in his first year, but look at the numbers. And you look at Max Muncy and Justin Turner in their first two years uh, with the Dodgers, and it is ridiculous. Yeah. We're talking about two guys with a negative war versus ben, two guys with an over six war in each season. Yeah, and, and, and Ben Gamble's been fun. He's been fun to watch. He's made some absolutely ridiculous catches. Yeah, which is funny because his defense is not actually that good. Right, but he makes the he makes the spectacular plays. Yep, I'm here. And, and they don't even always look graceful, but he's just a fun guy to watch. He goes out there. He's he's giving you 110. Gamble's one of the guys that does the dive when you don't need to dive. Yeah, but it's one of those things where, and maybe you can relate to this too. I can reach mm-hmm. and still catch this ball. But when you reach, sometimes you don't have a great, like you're not in a great position to make the catch. Right. Where if you dive, he makes diving catches where he can catch the ball with two hands. And so, no, did he need to dive? No. But sometimes it's just a way to like say, I, I want to guarantee I catch this ball. Yeah. Um, And maybe for a guy whose defense is not like rated very high, that's a good thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, last year, he played 111 games with the Pirates, 255 with eight home runs. And I felt like that, and he's played 114 this year. The, the at-bats, he has 40 more at-bats this year. So pretty close. 42 runs each year? Is that real? <laughs> that is. Exactly yeah. 42 runs. Yeah. 83 hits to 85 hits. Well, these are strikingly similar. He's consistent. That's what I mean. Well, it's 40 more, 40 more <laughs> at-bats. Let's not get crazy. I know. It's six, oh, but only six more plate appearances? No, those are total bases. Hold on. Oh, no. You know. Let's, yep. Yeah, okay. Um, One more home run this year in those more at-bats. But, man, same amount of walks. Three strikeouts away. This is ridiculous. But he went from a 255 to a 232. Yeah, it's 352 on base last year to a 325. But last year's Ben Gamble, 255, 352. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. And we talked about that at the end of last year. I was actually looking up our notes to see what we did at the end of the season last year just to compare it to 
what we're planning on doing next week and and whatever. And one of the notes that I had written down was, well, I'd like to have Ben Gamble as a fourth outfielder. Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, I'd be okay if we didn't. <laughs> but only to say, like, I'd also be okay if, you know what I mean, if that's what we end up going with. But, like, I'm more inclined now that Jack Sawinski's shown up, mm-hmm. now that Cal Mitchell's shown up, Kanan Smith and Jigba, we've seen things from these guys that I, I'm kind of like, yeah, but we've got enough. Right. Plus if you add Anduhar into the mix. Add Anduhar into the mix now, but we don't really, I mean, that's not really in my decision for that, but yeah, you're right. It's there. And then, you know, Travis Swaggart, he still needs to prove himself, but he's, he's a situation. He's on the 40 man. He's an option. And like we said, he didn't really get a shot, but he also only hit like 260 in AAA this year. So you think the athleticism's there, the speed's mm-hmm. there, all those things still has to prove it a little bit, but still it's an option. And to me, as good of an option as Ben Gamble. Yeah. It is in 232. He just hit his ninth home run today. In the spring, it really looked like there was going to be a little more pop in the bat. Didn't play out. No, I mean, no. There was a lot of home runs hit in the spring. Yeah, if a guy will be bagging groceries in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I just mean from, yeah, from everybody there was. Right. And really, the Pirates have hit the ball over the fence more this year. Yeah, yeah, they really have. So they just, you know, need to hit the ball between the lines. When it's not, what just happened? Your light turned off. Yeah, because you bumped my button, dude. Well, who has buttons on their desk? Move. Listen, I got a smart button, and he's bumping it over there. Turned off my fan and everything. That's just cannot be contained. The one I the guess. corner went off. I know the big one went off. I turned it back on. There you go. Sorry, guys. <laughs> my, <laughs> that's my fault. My bad. I'll take. Take the blame well, it is one. in a place where somebody's usually not sitting there. Right. We could have moved it. We could have avoided that. So another new face, Jihuan Bae. Mm-hmm. We've got to see him play now for a week or so. What do we got here? Eight games and 308, 379 on base. What What have you seen? What's kind of stuck out? His speed, first off. First and foremost is his speed. Yeah, me too. It's unbelievable. Um, but seems to, seems to transition back and forth from the outfield infield. Okay. I'm kind of tired of seeing this at the major league level. Mm -hmm. Um, well, he's been doing this to be fair. He's he's been doing that. He's played a lot of center. Right. But I, I still, I will hold true to my statement. Like you're supposed to do that in the minor leagues. Once you get to call up, you're supposed to kind of have a spot or your spot is, a bench player who can play all the positions. But he doesn't seem to fall into that category for me. Okay. Fit, just for the record, 57 games at second base, 24 at short, 20 in center, 8 in left, yeah. and one inning at third base. <laughs> one inning. Um, yeah, and, and that's what I mean, and that's that's fine. He's It's somewhat even when you're talking about, okay, so his primary position is second base. And then he's been spread out pretty evenly other than that. But I, I, I don't know. I just I feel like as a fran as an organization we're focusing on <coughs> versatility and playing all these positions and everything, which I think is great for the 
lower part of your organization, but I just feel like at the big league level, you should have your positions and go with it. Diego Castillo going in at first base. You know, that's, that's part of this. Yeah. 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 Um, Which is unfair to Diego to just throw him in there. I mean, well, I'm sure there might have been work on the he's side. He's a baseball player, though. He is. And then and he'll tell you that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, yeah. I don't I don't hate the option of Diego Castillo transitioning to first base. I don't love it, but yeah. I don't hate it either. Yeah. But he, he, he needs more time to just work on being a first baseman before you just throw him there. So, yeah, and to keep that going, but, you know, overarching, though, not talking about Bay or Castillo. Um, it is interesting that a lot of that is happening at the major league level. Mm-hmm. And I think that, because we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, and you kind of take a look at a situation like this and you say, well, they're learning a lot of positions. If they, if they, you know, you said if they get called up, they should know their position as a starter. Yeah. And so that was kind of one of the things that you and I started thinking about after you said that. And I think there's a I think there's room for it in in the Jihuan Bay situation where he did play some outfield and it did work. And so I think when that happens, it's like, no, this is a this is a legit option um, that this guy can handle this position and this position. Mm-hmm. And so there is a little bit of that. He didn't play outfield until last year. So this is new. He was a second base shortstop all the way through. Until last year, he played nine games in center. And this year was the first year he's played in a corner. Those eight games in left field are the first times he's touched it. Um, He spent the majority of his minors at second base, which is kind of understandable. We actually read something a while ago from him. uh, Like we were looking, we were Googling some things, and something came up from 2018 basically said he had a candy arm and it'll never last it short. (laughs) (laughs) And so. We, we, you know, we kind of laugh out of that, but yeah, I mean, he's a second baseman. Uh, the speed's there. His, his air was in the outfield. Yeah. So he's, you know, been okay at second there. And I think, I, I think that's going to be when, when you get to a point where the pirates are good, there's going to be a lot less of this because you're going to know who's playing what. And Jihuan Bay will be an option. If one of those scenarios shows up. Uh, Where you just, need a center fielder, he'll if he's around and that, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. a guy like that, it would, it, you know, something like that would happen. I just feel like all this moving around, moving pieces around on defense, I feel like it just messes with with everything. It can, you can root. I don't know that Cole Tucker got a great mm. fair shake because we kept just putting him in the outfield, like he doesn't belong out there. He was a very good defensive shortstop. Yeah, there's a possibility that it, you know that that affects the way that you. Not saying Cole Tucker would have been great. Not saying he would have panned out. But I right. feel like you didn't put him in a situation to pan out either. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things for Cole Tucker. I mean, we could say the things about him being called up early and all those things, but you know, for for whatever, you know, whatever reason, he didn't work out, and that's, you know, that's. Uh, beside the point, I think these guys are in a little bit of a different position. Um, I, you know, Jihuan Bay, I, I keep going back to him because that's you know, kind of where we started this. I think it's a little bit different than even Diego Castillo. Diego Castillo is willing. 
He hasn't really shown us really a whole lot. I, <laughs> to be honest with you, I haven't seen him really show us a whole lot defensively at any position. Right. Which brings me to Cal Mitchell. Probably a guy that you might say, hey, this offseason, why don't you buy a first baseman's mitt? Yeah. Put in the work now. Yeah, and the offseason is a perfect time to put in the work. Yeah. To do to transition a position. And let's see if we can get him. We got a lot of left-handed outfielders, first base as a whole. I think for you as a player, I think if I'm Cal Mitchell, and I tell you what, I would even if I'm Jack Swinsky, I'm doing the same thing. I'm gonna sit and look at this scenario and say, Hey, there's playing time for me. Yeah. There's possible playing time for me if I can just play first base as well. Mm-hmm. Tell me those guys haven't played first base at some point in their careers. Right. Some point in their life. Left-handed throwers, they've played first base. Yeah. You know what I mean? Has Swinsky played first at all this year? Why do I feel like he has? No idea. You don't think so? I don't think so. But but you know I'm going to look it up, so you're waiting. You're waiting to see because you just don't know if it's going to happen. He is not at all. Uh, in the minor leagues, he has not at all. Never played first base, professional baseball. It's a little bit interesting to me. This is surprising. I guess Swinsky, though, with the arm and the whole deal, it's not too surprising. Yeah. <coughs> but looking at Cal Mitchell now, right field DH, we knew that. Nope, not an inning at first base in his minor league career. Man, but still, get a first base and Mitt Cal. Yeah, the arm's not there, right? Just do it. And when the Pirates this offseason sign that big corner outfielder, I don't know. Yeah, I still think we need to look at the options for first base outside the organization. Oh yeah, but you know, it does just you know make you more versatile. Either that, or I'm, I mean, I, I'm I'm ready to. If we don't, if we don't go out and spend money at all, mm-hmm. I'm ready to just see uh, Mason Martin Ooh. in a Pirates uniform, and either pass or fail, and move on completely. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Uh, Twenty three years old. I mean, well, I mean, you kind of almost, I mean, he'll pass. He'll pass the Rule 5 this year. Nobody's going to pick him up. Yeah. Much as I thought they would last year, I don't think it's happening. Not after that season. Right. I'd take my time with him. Somebody picks him up, you say, all right. But. Yeah, I don't know. (coughs) Just think. Yeah, I, I wait. I wait and see. Only because he's 23. Sometimes power takes some time, but with the 40-man roster situation this team's going through, I don't use a spot on him yet. I don't use a spot on him yet. Uh, All right, so O'Neal Cruz is killing the ball. Really has been. Uh, September really kind of changed his, uh, what did we say, 30-point increase in September. Yeah. He hit 284, 348 on base, driving in runs, kind of mm-hmm. doing all that. And I know that, you know, we just can't go through an episode without bringing him up. Yeah. And so I'm still impressed. We've got that strikeout rate to about a 35%, still high, but I hate to say it, but there's a lot of guys out there with a strikeout rate at 35%. Yeah. 
There really are. And, that 40% is kind of a threshold where I say, a little too much, man. Yeah. Yeah. Still like to see him cut it down a little bit. 100%. I'm just saying. It's not at, at the... That's the thing. Mace Martin's at 40% in the minors. <laughs> yeah. They'll eat him alive. What do we got for Jack? We got to get this in real quick. 112. What's his plate appearance? It's 360. 31%. Man, I thought it was higher than that. Probably. I feel like he yeah. strikes out more than Cruz right now. Well, Cruz struck out a lot, a lot yeah. early. Yeah. 112 strikeouts and 360. O'Neill is, yeah, 123 and 347. That's a big difference. Yeah, Got to get that, man. I'm almost done seeing him at shortstop, too. Here we go. He's made a lot of errors. Oh, yeah. What's our number now? 16 or 17. Seven. No, that's home runs. <laughs> is it the same? That's the next. Uh, it's 16. The question is, 16 <laughs> errors, 17 homers. Going into next year, will he have more home runs or errors? <laughs> Hopefully he's DHing. So. I mean, but we're looking like right around the same time. Uh, yeah, I'm with you there. We have we have plenty of other guys that can play the shortstop position well. Do we? Better. Better. Okay. <laughs> Is Newman still around? Is that what you're saying? If Newman's still around, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't hate it. No, I think another I'm one I wouldn't right love, now. but I wouldn't hate. <laughs> Just this team's gotta get better, man. Yeah. Somehow this it's gotta get better. This team has got to get better. Uh G Juan Bay's really fast, you're right. To go to go full circle and get back to that, that's mm -hmm. that's what I'll say. He's very fast. Um, I got to see him in Columbus uh, when Indy was in town one time, and it was funny. I was at the game. We we ended up landing like tickets in the front in the first row, right behind home plate. Great seats, and uh, he definitely like. I'm I'm trying to think of who all was there. I know Bly was there. I think Cal was back down at that point. Uh, he had a couple hits. But Juan Bay hit a home run to dead center and hit a triple and something like that. Uh, maybe it was a double, RBI double, stole a base. Um, like he's having he's having a day. And I get a text from a friend of ours, and he's like, "Hey, what do you know about the uh, Pirates prospect, the second baseman?" And I said, "Juan Bay." And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "I know he's raking tonight." <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, "You know, he kind of asked a couple questions." I was like, "Yeah." I was like. You know, just kind of said, you know, he's not on the 40 man. He's, you know, maybe a guy that'll get a call up this year, kind of a thing like that. And he said, yeah, he's doing really good tonight. And I said, are, are you at the game? <laughs> and he said, yeah. I was like, where are you at? Like, I'm here. And he's like, oh, cool. So we, you know, said hi to him or whatever. Um, but it was just funny because it was like in the middle of the game, I'm watching him and I'd get a text about him. Yeah. And but he had a good game that day, and uh, who somebody else was there too. I think Greg Allen played in that game, and it was like, oh, but he had two hits, and I was like, dude, he swung and hit a bunt to third <laughs> and beat it out, and I think I forget what his other hit was, and then you had who was it that was also playing? Whoever it was, like stung two balls, like smoked them right at someone. And I was like, 
this guy's hidden better than this guy right now. <laughs> I can't remember who that was. Because that wasn't Cal, because I think Cal actually had two hits. But anyway, I say that just to say I saw him in Columbus. And he had a good game. And I was like, hey, this dude's, you know, hits the ball hard and runs very fast. So we said three more games. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap this thing up. They're all against uh, the Cardinals. This is supposed to be the opening series. We were supposed to get opening day in Pittsburgh, and it was ruined by Bobby Manfred. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> we're going to get that sound clip. <laughs> we're going to get it. I have it. I use it at work all the time. <laughs> I just need to just put it on this side of things. But anyway, uh, Mitch Keller, we don't know. And Johan Oviedo. Oh, we didn't talk about Luis Ortiz's rough start, which I feel like is unfair because we talked about how we were impressed. It's worth it to say he struggled, and maybe that's a good thing moving forward. They have to struggle to get better. Yeah. No pain, no gain. Yep. So anyway, Mitch Keller's last outing, uh, Johan Oviedo pitches the last game, and there's nobody listed. It's, it's TBD uh, for Tuesday's game. I would imagine it'll probably be Bryce Wilson. I would imagine it'll be Bryce Wilson. It's either going to be a Bryce Wilson or it's going to be a call-up. Okay. Uh, Bryce Wilson had a good start. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Not stopping, but... Yeah, it was eight shutout innings. Best start of his career. You still getting rid of him? I don't know. He's gone for me. One start doesn't do it. Just like one bad start doesn't do it for me. Yeah. One good start isn't going to do it for me either. I've seen enough. If he works out, he's only 24 years old. Mm-hmm. If he works out somewhere, I'm okay with that. There's been other guys to work out somewhere else. Yeah. And we talk about them all the time. Look, as soon as they leave, they get good. That could happen with him. Yeah. At some point, you got to be okay with that. Right. It might not happen too. Right. So I'm, I'm with okay you. with it. I'm with you. All right. Um, We got three games left. We got 99 losses. We're losing 100 games, folks. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yep. We might win two out of three here. A chance. We're not sweeping them. Highly doubt it. <laughs> All right. I'm going like to go. Our, I, like our, I like our bookend pitching matchups there. I do. Well, what, we don't have well, don't what they matchups, have. But. We got TBD for them. Yeah. On all three days. But that, that might play in our favor because they might not throw – they're playoff guys. Right. And if they do, they'll probably take it easy on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're going to have to play three straight days. They're already locked in exactly where they're at. Mm-hmm. So it's just, there's a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. All right. Well, um, that's all we have for today, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, real loud. We got the music. I just put the music on real you loud. Did. You did. It's Didn't fine. fade it in. It's fine. Didn't do anything like that. This week is what it is. This is a wild day, man. It's 117 in the morning. 117 in the morning, and I'm so tired. Yeah. Same. We got one, one week here. We got three days, I mean. <laughs> What's going on? I, I already said that. So tired. <laughs> oh man. Let's go, Bucks. Let's go, Bucks.
Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks! <laughs>